You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is views from Street. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, last thing I wanted to get in here. We talked a little about it, uh, a little bit about it on the last pod. The next three games for the Panthers are crucial. We have a three home game stand coming up. Two of them are actually in the second window at 4.05. Obviously this week, home against the Saints. That's a one o'clock divisional game. Then against the Cardinals, 405 kick. Then against the 49ers. I also mentioned that the next five games are big because it's a murderer's row. You got the Saints coming in. I am not thinking the Saints are bad, but they are beatable. We've seen that now. Falcons should have beat them in week one. Tampa did beat them in week two. That's a team that is also, by the way, about eight inches worth of field goal away from being 0-2 as well. That's a beatable team, but it is a divisional rivalry. It is a divisional matchup, and you better believe the Saints are going to come in angry after the loss to Tampa. Then you got Arizona. Then you got San Francisco, and what do you got after that? On the road at the defending Super Bowl champions, LA Rams. Not what we thought they were going to be. Still a very good team, and then you are back home on the 23rd to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady coming to town. Brady's going to get better as the season goes on. I have no doubt about it. That'll be a tough game. The next three games at home, I am going to put this on the radar right now. It might feel early. It might feel bad. If we go 0-3 in these three games, Lonzo, Matt Rule has to go. Regardless of how you feel about him, regardless of how you feel about him as a rebuilding guy, regardless of your emotion about moving on from a head coach in the middle of the season, if we start the year 0-5 and cannot win a home game in a calendar year plus another month, he's got to go. It's got to be over at that point. All right, so I think you're giving it more than what most people are because if you chart back, longest losing streak in the NFL yep. right now are Nine the games. Carolina Panthers. If you go 0-3 this year, you know I thought he could weather storms, and he, he did last year, and I think COVID played into it. You go 0-3, I don't think he makes it past that. I don't, because you got to go back to... And, and the, You're saying if he loses to New Orleans this week, yes, he needs to go. Yes, yes. I, 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 I did not expect to get one up here. I am not saying needs to go, but will go. I, I mean, in my opinion, I'm still looking at the fact of how close those last two games are, and you got to wonder, a different coach, do they win? I don't think so, because... 
it was player mistakes both games. And and do you bring in a, a disciplinarian, and then suddenly they catch the ball better, or have I I don't know that 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 fixes that, especially not right away. But because I I know that you were talking about the fact that the Panthers are are kind of flying under the radar now, they're irrelevant to a degree. That's the problem. That's a major problem. The one thing that they are being talked about is the fact, well, as I look at Twitter right now, and Matt Rule is still trending because people believe this is it, that he's gone. Uh, there are wings places out there that are saying, hey, if he gets fired, <laughs> you get 10 free wings. And that, I believe, is in the Charlotte area. So there are the usual fan base grumblings. But in this case, I think it's got some, uh, got some truth to it. If, he does, if the Panthers don't beat New Orleans, I think he's gone. I uh, I I think he can make it through losing one at home. I think maybe. Yeah, he but, can, he but can make Owen, it Owen, Owen three, Rob. You're going zero three to start a season. You're going zero three to start a season, which is bad. Uh, it's very bad, and and it basically all but statistically zero three to start a season when you lost how many last year at the end of the year? Most of them. Zero um, three to start a season is. Very bad. And statistically speaking, it effectively, not mathematically, but statistically speaking, eliminates you from the playoffs. Matt Rule was looked at as a guy that does three-year turnarounds, right? Three-year turnaround at Temple, three-year turnaround at Baylor. He's a guy that is known for three-year turnarounds. Well, this is year number three. And even if you say, we're going to give you year three as one of the rebuild years, right? Let us not forget that the New York Giants weren't exactly good last year. They got a first-year head coach. They just beat us, right? Matt Rule is in three uh, in year three. Uh, as much as I, I, I'm not ready to write off Baker at this point, right? A lot of people are. A lot of people are like, all right, he just is what he is, right? He just is what he is. He's a quarterback that's good enough if you build a team around him, but not a guy that you can put the team on his shoulders and he'll carry you. I'm not giving up on him, but two weeks of less than 150 yards passing offense against average defenses is not good. If he drops one in New Orleans, I can't really be mad about it. Uh, again, it's a it's a, it's a a one-on-one football team, a team that – Took Tom Brady until deep into the fourth quarter to get a win over uh, a, a team that went into Atlanta in opening week and got a win. It's not the end of the world, but if they drop one to New Orleans, they drop one to Arizona, and now Jimmy Garoppolo, who, yes, I believe is better than Trey Lance today, Jimmy Garoppolo and his Niners come to town. We're going to be six-and-a-half-point dogs in that game, too, if we go 0 for 3, which makes us 0 and 5 to start the year, it's done. He's got to go. I don't care if it's midseason. It's not even midseason. I don't even know. Like, who's the answer? Who's the guy you pull the trigger on? I don't know. I'd tell you if he goes 0 and 5, I'd be happier with Brian Flores on the sideline. You're not going to get Byron Leftwich out of Tampa this year, but maybe you could line him up for next year. Uh, I know there's a lot of. A lot of backseat drama with Eric Bieniemy from his past, but obviously what he's doing at KC is maybe worth a look. Maybe Kellen Moore down in Dallas. There, there are names that I'm willing to take a shot on, 
Because if we go 0-5 to start the year, if Matt Rule opens this thing up 0-5, which, by the way, would put us on a 14-game losing streak, right? And then, after a 14-game losing streak to Arizona and San Francisco, we would come out of that with the LA Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Lonzo, if we were to drop all those games, and I, I listen, I'm not, th- I'm not saying we will, Five games, even the worst NFL teams are going to pick up a win here and there. But if we drop the next three, I suspect we're going to drop to L.A. and Tampa. You know what that does to us? That's 0-16. That is 0-16. That is that is a, a season to never remember, ask Detroit fans. 0-16. I don't care where you are in a rebuild. I don't care if you have fired everybody and have rebuilt a team from an XFL roster you can't go 0 and 16. The thing is, uh, watching uh, Matt Rule and all the press conferences and everything that he's done since uh, the game Sunday, does he look like a guy who thinks he's about to lose his job? Does he look like a guy that's about to go into panic mode and try some things maybe he shouldn't try? Or does he look like a guy who wants to win but also knows there might possibly be a job awaiting him somewhere else if he were to just go ahead and, you know, uh, after losing to New Orleans, go, Nebraska looks good. Maybe maybe I head to Nebraska. Yeah, and, and listen, that's a real possibility. I was, I was watching through some of his post-game pressers, and he had the quote. He said, quote, I just want to make sure I say that we're close. I believe that with all my heart. I think we're so close. We're coming down the stretch, but we haven't found a way to get it done, and that's my job to get over that last hump. It's the hardest part, end quote. And I get that, man. He's, he's right, though. I mean, he's, uh, we've been pointing this out the entire time. It isn't like they've been getting blown out. They've lost to uh, by a field goal at the end of both games. Right. And again, against average and below average teams, All right, so, you have scraped out so with Cleveland, a close game. With Cleveland, I agree. With the Giants, we don't know that for sure. I mean... F- Going by history, yeah, the Giants are probably average, but they're two and zero. What if what if we get to that uh, threshold that you're talking about, and you look over and you see the Giants are undefeated? Here's my question. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Matt Rule has been the head coach for 35 games. They are 10 and 25. He's been the head coach for going into and now in through his third year. We are 0-9 in our last nine. We have not won a home game in over a calendar year at this point, which is a full season. We have not won a, a home game at this point. I I get it. Oh, we're still growing. We're so close, et cetera, et cetera. How long do we have to be okay with we're close? I think you take a year out of there. I think I think one of those years doesn't count. And Why? Because of COVID. Now, everybody else had to play through COVID too. Right, right. And and all those people take those years out too. I, 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 I mean, disagree. There's a reason why in college people are getting six years of eligibility. There's a lot of things. That, that thing, yeah, I realize everybody was kind of in the same boat, but everybody wasn't because not every team was affected the same way. I think you take a year out of there. It's still bad, but not as bad as it, it, it could have been if you include that year. I uh, 
I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm, I'm, my patience is wearing thin now. And I'm not, I'm like, I'm at the point now where even as a fan, I'm like, I, I've, I've just, I've got to be honest with this. My patience is at the point where I am. It is just running thin. I'm running out uh, of it. But where, where is David Tepper's patience? That's the real question. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And in fact, uh, yesterday I was jumping around on the, like the Carolina Panthers subreddit and stuff. And the overwhelming majority of people are like, why is Pe- why 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 are we not doing anything? Like why is Tepper okay with this? Right? Uh, there are thoughts that, and I'm a fan of this other team, but there are thoughts that his mind is preoccupied with Charlotte FC right now, his MLS project, which has been drawing pretty good numbers and has been a decent squad this year. There are thoughts that he's focused on that. There are thoughts that he is focused on making BOA a more, tw- you know, 12 month a year stadium with concerts and stuff that he's just not really concerned about the success of or failure of the Carolina Panthers because they're making money. Uh, and, and I will give you one thought on that. I was on Facebook earlier today and up came an advertisement to buy a Carolina Panthers PSL, right? A personal seat license, which is for $21 a month over the course of the year, you have the right to buy season tickets for lots of hundreds of more dollars. Most teams put up those posts and you can like go in and comment, read the comments because they like fans talking to fans. Carolina has shut down all their social media replies. You can't reply to them. Why? Because at this point, they understand that the majority of fans have nothing good to say about the team, right? I was reading earlier an entire thread, and I understand that the internet is 1% of 1% of fans. But their entire threads on Reddit right now of people like, I'm embarrassed to be a Carolina fan right now. I, I Nobody's talking about us. When they do, they're laughing, et cetera, et cetera. And we're just... Like, nothing's changing, and all that happens is after every loss, we get told by the coaching staff, we're close. We're close. We're right there. It's, it's, just, it's, the, it's the last hump. We're right there. We're just about over the hump. And I absolutely think it's fair for Carolina fans to be asking, when do we get over the hump, right? Like, when do we stop? I've got a, I've got a buddy of mine that is dating a woman. They've been dating for, like, four years now, right? like four years now, and the better half, she's ready for that ring, right? Like she's ready, just like Carolina fans are, she's ready for that ring. She wants the ring. And every time we go out, it's always jokes, right? Like how come you guys aren't engaged, blah, blah, blah. And the dude, when they first got together, it was like, okay, when we get here, and they did that. And then it was when I get this job, and he got that job. And then it was when I buy a house, and he got a house. And then it goes, okay, when I buy a bigger house for our family, and he got a bigger house. And then it's, now I got to get a fence put in, and now I got to do this, and I need that, and I got to get this car, and I got to change the tires, and I got to do that. And there's just always one more thing to push it down the road to the point that we're all like, dude, like pull the trigger, man. Like either pull the trigger or let her loose. Pull the trigger or tell her you're just not going to do anything to fix it so she can decide if she's okay with the scenario is or if she's going to walk. And I kind of feel like it's the same situation at this point 
where we just keep getting told we're close, right? We just got to build the house. Then we got to build the fence. Then we got to get the pool put in. Then we got to get the bigger room for the baby. Then we got to get the new car. Then I got to do this. Then I got to do that. It, it, it always seems like we're close. And there's never a, and I understand coaches don't want to give away game plans, but it doesn't feel like there is a solid plan for here's the next step so that we stop being close and start being there. It's it's frustrating to be a Carolina Panther fan right now. It absolutely is because they get you on the edge and you're thinking, okay, this is it. We're going to win this game. We're going to win this game. And then you don't. You don't. And we've seen teams in the past be on the edge of something. And some of those teams, when they get over that edge, they do something great. And some of them never do get over that edge. I don't know where the Panthers are right now. I do. I feel more positive than I do negative. As positive as you can feel being 0-2, I feel pretty positive about the fact that I think they're showing signs of being better than what they were last year. I agree. I agree with that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our midweek pod. Coming up on Friday, Friday, got to get down on Friday. It will be time for our preview pod. Of course, that is going to be us looking forward and ahead to this weekend's matchup. We are at home, 1 o'clock, taking on the Saints. I will actually be at this game, as a matter of fact. Uh, looking forward to getting up to Charlotte. So, go follow me at the Rob Brown Show. Find my beautiful shining face. And if you see me walking around the bank on Sunday, please come up, say hello. Tell me what you like and don't like about the pod. Make sure you are following us on social media at the Rob Brown Show, at Lonzo on Word on Twitter. And as always, do us a favor. Tell your friends about us. If you've got a Panthers fan, a Panthers friend, some Panthers family, or you see a cat walking down the street in a Panthers hat, tell them about the Views from Mint Street podcast so that we can keep bringing you the most recent and up-to-date and hottest takes on all things Carolina Panthers. Any final words for the people, though? Unleash CMC, it leads to victory. Unleash him for 20 touches this weekend. That's what I'm looking for. For 30. For 30. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Saints. We'll break that pod down for you on Friday. Give you all the X's and O's for Lonzo Reitzel. My name is Rob Brown. We'll see you back here on Friday for more views from Mint Street. Keep pounding, baby.